This is Stephen Strang. Do you ever tell yourself, I'm not good enough, it's my fault, I'm alone, I'm worthless? Well, if you do, you're like a lot of other people, and today I'm going to talk to someone, someone I think you'll really like, who has some answers in her new book, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Strang Report. Today, I am so honored to be able to talk to Brenda Crouch. If her name seems familiar, that's because she's a part of the famous Crouch family. Paul and Jan Crouch, of course, are her late in-laws, and her husband is Paul Jr. And she has written a new book called Fight Forward, and in it, she tells you that you're a champion by God's design, and she shares her own story of overcoming abuse and suffering as a child and as an adult. And her book has practical solutions. And when I heard about it, and when I was given a copy, I said, I want to do a podcast. So welcome to you, Brenda, uh, to my podcast today. Thank you, Steve. It's so good to be with you, my friend. Well, thank you. And first question is, why did you write this book? Well, you know, I came to a point in my own life where I realized God had really brought me so far from where I once was. And in the process of revealing in my own journey, He then called me and pulled me to this place of such compassion for other people who are really just shut down and marginalized because they're listening to the wrong narrative. And we hear a lot of people talking about this, but Specifically, God was really moving on my heart about the issue of a hijacked identity, because I really believe that through the wounds that we experience throughout our lives, that they're often brought to us through the enemy of our soul, who is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And it's the image of God in us that he's actually after. And, you know, one night, I was actually laying in bed one night saying, God, I just, I feel like we've just all been broken in our identities. And God said, no, you're not broken. He said, you've been hijacked. And I just had this epiphany at that moment. And I realized that, you know, to hijack something is, you know, when a vehicle is in transit, you would overcome and stop that vehicle to steal its precious cargo, something very valuable. And isn't that what we're doing on our journey through life is we're carrying the most valuable thing that God has given us. And that is the identity that he gave to us, not just from birth, but also the identity of his image within us. Well, you refer in the book to the fact that you had a difficult childhood. Um, Yes. And of course, this is a relatively short podcast, but just tell me and my listeners a little bit about your early life and also how did you accept Christ as your Savior? Well, I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was seven years old. I was raised in a Christian home, and my mother came from many years of pastors and preachers and missionaries, and so the Word of God was very real to us, and there was such sincerity. Now, on my father's side, he came from uh, more of an expression of religion, but there was hidden abuses within the family, which were incest. I mean, even down the chain, God has revealed to me through that ancestry test, uh, it's come to me how that, that some of the history in the family, there was even murder and there was abuses that were on varying degrees. And, you know, I unfortunately was a victim of some of that abuse. And when I was about eight years old, my father 
sexually abused me. And it was during a very dark part of his life where he had really walked away from God and I believe was under a very demonic and dark oppression. And sadly, this twisted my identity. So I grew up in this sort of conflicting message within my home. My mother didn't know about that abuse, of course. And I buried it because of the trauma, which is very common. But this came out later in my adult years. And what happened with me is I took this kind of conflicting message of performance in legalism and wanting to please God and wanting to please all the people around me and needing my parents' love and affirmation and then having this twisted identity and shame, really, that I was rooted in and self-hatred. And I walked into adult relationships that were very abusive. And I talk about this in my book. I do tell my story and for the purpose of creating a place where I'm vulnerable enough to help others to be able to identify and understand what is it that took me into these things and how do I get out of them. So my journey really became a process of my unraveling. And everything that I thought that I had to offer to God as I strove to please Him and to find acceptance and love from people what I was getting was really the opposite. I, I was getting abuse from, you know, domestic violence. And I was in terrible situations that were very, very hurtful. And they left me feeling like I was nothing. But God, in his mercy, reached in. And I really believe that he used the process of my unraveling to remove the mask, the mask of performance, the mask of trying to be good enough to help me to see that that's not who I really was. And to understand, as I would read and study in the Bible, because I was hanging on to his word for my breath and for my sustenance, you know, for my life. And I was so encouraged by the story of Ruth and how that Ruth came out of Moab. And Moab was, you know, the whole identity of Moab came out of incest. And so what a powerful example for me as God began to walk me out and rescue me from the roots and the iniquity within my bloodline, but then to cut me free from those things and give me a new identity in him. So the Jesus that I was taught about and that I had believed in and witnessed to others all of my life was suddenly a Jesus who would reach into my pit, into my taboo place, and become my experience and not just my mother's experience or, you know, the experience of my grandfathers and grandmothers. But it was in my desperate place where I realized who I was not. Boy, this is a story that so many people can relate to Yeah, because, you know, the Bible says that all things work together for good and God has obviously taken some very, very difficult situations and turned them around and now you're able to minister to other people Amen. kind of on the other side. And I know that there's people listening or maybe even friends that you could forward this to that this would be such a blessing to get some of these insights from Brenda, which you have now put in a book. Mm -hmm. So just tell me, why is it you're wanting the reader to get out of this book? In other words, persuade my listeners why they need to go on Amazon and, and order this book called Fight Forward and how it will help them. Well, we've got to understand what the fight really is and who the enemy really is. You know, we're currently witnessing an unraveling in every institution 
in our society. I mean, if we look around, I mean, look at what's happening on the political arena and within the church and even within the educational system. I mean, all around us, things are beginning to come unraveled and people are desperate. They're angry, they're hurting, they're resentful, and there's just this kind of cultural demand for the voices of the unheard to be heard. And I believe that God is listening to those voices he has seen, and he is actually in this kind of stirring of the pot and this shaking that's taking place because, exactly like you said, Steve, that he's using what the enemy means for harm to use for our good. You know, I believe that he will use some of the most unexpected and unqualified people to reveal his glory in this hour. And that's what he's called me to, is to just tell not only my story, but to give the answer to the Me Too generation. This is not just a Me Too story. This is the answer to Me Too, because we cannot stay in a place of victim identity. And I really believe that if you don't know Christ, in this book, you will find out who he really is that he is a person who loved you enough to give his life up for you and to give you. He makes all things new again, and he wants to restore your life. And perhaps you're someone who's walked with him for years, but you haven't known him to the degree that he wants you to or that you even want to. And I believe that this book is going to give people the opportunity to walk through a door and to journey with him in places they have never thought about, whether you've walked with him for years or not. And it's also going to equip people who are in ministry, churches, leaders, to understand the road of true victims and how to equip them. Because these victims who God wants to heal are not really intended to stay victims. They will be the warriors of tomorrow who will be the healers of a very broken and hurting culture. This book has been out now several months. What are some of the stories that you're finding from people that have read the book? Oh my goodness, I've had emails come in that have just they humble me, Steve, and I take each and every one of these to the Lord and I pray over these people, but I've had pastors' wives I've had people who have thanked me because they're in situations of abuse and they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to find safety. I've had so many stories. And some stories aren't necessarily dealing with even domestic violence or abuse. They're actually just painful situations and the things that have caused them to come to a crossroads where they're desperate. And so I'm just so thankful And I'm humbled that God would use my story and my redemption to help lead the way for somebody else. You know, years ago, I had a vision of stepping outside of my boat. And this was at a time in my life when I'd just come back to the Lord. And I was in a boat, and I stepped outside my boat, just like Peter did, onto the water. As I followed after Jesus, he said, turn and look behind you. And I turned to look, and the boat was filled with so many saints, and they were all dressed in white. And it was the white was the glory of God. And it just spilled out. It was like light spilling out onto the water. And one by one by one, they each stepped out and followed after. And it was almost as if God was giving me like a foresight, an indication of what was to come. And, you know, I'm in a place of obedience. And I'm thankful every time I receive a testimony. And like you said, it's only been out for a few months. And the testimonies and the emails and the stories that are coming in are are amazing from around the world. 
Let me ask you something about your family because, you know, I referred to your famous uh, in-laws and of course they're both in heaven now. I knew both of them very, very well for a a lot of years and I've known Matt and Paul Jr. for a long time. You know, within Christian circles, especially charismatic Pentecostal circles, marrying into the Crouch family is kind of like marrying a Kennedy or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, I, this is a big subject, and of course, I don't want to pry, but I know my listeners are interested to know, with, you know, what is it like to marry into such a famous family? Well, you know, with that comes a lot of responsibility, and, you know, they're a normal family like anyone else, and yet there are certain things that come with that that are not normal. And so, you know, I guess we deal with all the same kinds of conflicts and issues that anybody would, but sometimes you feel like you're in a glass house and there's scrutiny and people are watching you and people form opinions about you and and those opinions are so diverse. And I think that it can be one of the loneliest places that there ever is whenever you are in a place where others are watching your life or you know, that people seem to think they know all about you, but they're not in your private moments. And so, you know, I think that God has placed me a lot like Esther. I was raised in very humble beginnings, but I had, through my mother, I had very much a Mordecai in my life, and and I lost her a couple of years ago. And it's very interesting, the season and, and how God's moved me from you know, glory to glory and prepared me for such a time as this. And I do believe that we are all appointed and that God is the author of these relationships. And, you know, God has used this family and I believe that he has so much more for this family. And the enemies come against this family as well because he does that. He wants to stop what it is that God has authored. So I feel honored. I feel privileged. As you know, I'm married to a great man. He's a genius on so many levels. But, you know, I feel like Paul and I, we bring different strengths to the table. And he's a gift to me and I'm a gift to him. And we appreciate each other for those things. And so I just feel like it's for this time on the earth that I'm here and I'm here to fulfill whatever God's purpose is within this family. And I don't take that lightly. Well, the Crouches have certainly been a blessing to the body of Christ and to the world, and it's just incredible to mm. see what's happened yes. and what's continuing to happen. And I'll just mention one personal thing. I knew Paul Sr., of course, a long time before I had much interaction with Paul Jr., and I remember he used to always brag on his oldest son. Right. <laughs> he was just always bragging. And I just remembered when I finally met Paul Jr., you know, boy, I've heard all these great things about you. Yeah. And of course, that was a long time ago. But listen, I'm going to wrap up and ask you to pray for my listeners. First of all, I want Mm. to thank them for listening to The Strang Report and to give a good report on our Charisma Podcast Network. We're up to over 12 million downloads and it is just, I mean, my own podcast are like over 700,000 downloads this year alone. Wow. So we just appreciate people listening and also sharing it uh, with other people, either forwarding the podcast or putting it on social media or something. And what I'd like to do, again, is to just encourage my readers to look up Fight Forward by Brenda Crouch, C-R-O-U-C-H. Probably the easiest and quickest way is just go on Amazon. They seem to have everything. They'll deliver it right to your door. Mm -hmm. And it's well worth the read. So with that, we'll end the podcast today with you praying. Pray for the listeners. Pray for the people who are going to read your book as a result of this podcast. 
Amen. And thank you for the opportunity, Steve. And, and I would love for people to connect with me as well at BrendaCrouch.com. And I will continue to pray for you. And so, Father, right now, we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that it is in our adversities, it's in our hardships and in the cloud that we actually have an opportunity to find you, to see Jesus. And we pray, Father, that you would bring us to a place where we are not just self-aware, but that we become Christ-aware. Build the Christ awareness in us, Lord, and as we stand with faces unveiled in your presence and in your glory, Lord, that you would mirror to us who we are. Father, bring us out of all the deceptions that have held us, that have chained us, and that have kept us back from your purposes. Father, heal our nation, heal our world, and heal your people, and set us free, Lord, to be the voice, to be your hands and your feet, and to do your work in this hour. We thank you, Lord. And Father, I pray you would bless Charisma Media and Stephen Strang and his family for all that they are doing as they stand and represent you to this world. And we pray your blessings over all of his listeners. We thank you for them, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Stephen Strang. I wanted to add something to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you'll share it. And that is that I wanted to mention my book. I mention it off and on. The most recent one is called Trump Aftershock. And I just found out this week that it was our number two book of last year and it's continuing to sell. And I found out that Amazon is having a great sale. I'm not sure exactly how they decide this, but if you want to go on Amazon and order Trump Aftershock, you'll get it for a very, very good price, and it'll just help get the word out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a good read. It's an analysis of Donald Trump's presidency following the earthquake of his election, and uh, I just think that you'll enjoy it. So go on Amazon, Look for Trump Aftershock or look for Stephen Strang and you'll see it and you'll order it at a very, very good price, a price we can't even really afford to sell it through our company. And so I just thought that I would mention this. It'll be interesting for me to see who responds. And also, uh, I sincerely want to encourage you to also get Brenda Crouch's book, uh, particularly if you're struggling with some of the kinds of things that she talked about. I think that it would be a real blessing. Thank you again for listening. I'm Stephen Strang. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.